Ladies and gentlemen, it is officially time for the NFL playoffs. Woo! Good afternoon and welcome to the podcast. I'm Nick Drago and you're probably thinking to yourself, Nick, why am I listening to you on a Friday night? Well, one, I have no life, but two, it is the NFL playoffs. I can't let you go into Saturday without hearing my beautifully wonderful voice. No, no, we have to talk about some of these games. So, welcome to the NFL Playoff Spectacular. We got two special guests on the show today, along with my analysis on what the games are going to end up being. So, please hang out and listen with us because the Sports 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 Podcast starts now. Ladies and gentlemen, first off, welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast with me, your host, Nick Drago. If you like what you hear today, please find our YouTube, Facebook, find our SoundCloud, find our Yibble Yabble. That's not a thing. Don't find our Yibble Yabble because I don't know where that is. What am I missing here? Facebook, SoundCloud, YouTube, and Twitter. Find us on Twitter. You could type in at Sports3X Podcast or Sports 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 with Nick Drago. All right, now that I got that out of the way, let's get into this season. It's been a wild 17 weeks. We've seen some ups. We've seen some very terrible downs by the Jets. And we've seen some other things, too. For one, who knew the Patriots were going to kind of stink this year? Who knew that the Eagles were going to barely make the playoffs? Who thought the Ravens were going to beat the Steelers? Actually, the young gun Jamie Grum did, and he will be on our show today. Folks, it's been a fun it's been a fun season. It really has. But now it's time to decide who will be the Super Bowl champion. There can only be one this year. Next year there will be another one, and so on and so forth till the end of football. Maybe in like five years. Alright, why don't we get into some of this weekend's games? The first one, Saturday, 435, you got the Colts. Taking on the Texans. Now, these two have played twice this year, right? They're in the same division. The Colts ended up at 10 and uh, 10 and 6, while the Texans were 11 and 5. Colts barely missed that top spot. Honestly, one, one more game would have made the difference. So their first game, their first meeting was on September 30th, right? The Texans, they won off two field goals in overtime. The ending score was 37 to 34. Colts, however, won game 2, 24-21. They held the lead the entire game. And honestly, at times this year, the Colts have looked pretty darn good. Like when they blanked Dallas, yeah, that good. Some key players to look out for in this one. Deshaun Watson, man, this guy had 375 yards and two touchdowns on their game in September. Andrew Luck had 464 and four touchdowns in that game. Luck is by far the better quarterback of the two. In fact, he had the highest he had the highest QB rating for the last month of the season. He's on fire. The issue is that Houston has a fantastic defense. Their pass rushing is insane. Between Watt, Clowney, and of course the um, the Honey Badger playing out there too, you got some really good players on the Texans. Um, and while you know, T.Y. Hilton had, I think he had 115 yards off four receptions and 199 yards in their second game. So in their two games, he's had more than 100 yards. 199 yards. That was on December 9th, that game. 
T.Y. Hilton seems to be the, the key factor for the Colts. You can get him the ball, they have a good shot of winning. But like I said, it's Texas's defense. Even if they can't figure out Hilton, um, I really think that they the Colts have had some ugly wins against some teams that maybe don't have as great defense as the Texans do. So with this game, got to give it all to Houston. I know, I know, I'm terrible. I love Andrew Luck. This whole story this year has been amazing. But I think I think Texas, this is this is their time to shine. Now, they didn't look so hot the last part of the season, but I'm telling you, I think Texas is going to be the team to beat. The second game, that's on Saturday, right? This one's at 8.15. You got the Seahawks taking on the Dallas... I keep wanting to say Dallas Stars. They have a star in their logo, right? The hockey team is the Stars. Dallas is the Cowboys. That's how much I love this team. That's obviously sarcasm. Uh, these two actually, they played this season, September 23rd. Seahawks won that one 24-13. In fact, they were leading 24-6 until a touchdown in the last seven minutes of the game. So the last time they played, Seattle dominated them. Russell Wilson had 192 yards. Dak with 168. Seahawks have not lost a wild card game in 14 years. They have nine straight victories in their opening game of the playoffs. How on the other side, since winning the Super Bowl in 1996, Dallas is three and nine in the playoffs. Seattle has four straight victories against Dallas. The smart money is on Seattle. Yes, they have a depleted defense. The Legion of, of Doom, the Legion of Boom is totally gone. Um, and they're kind of a one-trick pony offense. If Russell Wilson doesn't have the ball, they're not getting anywhere. Chris Carson isn't that great of a running back, but um, they they seem to be stringing wins together. Um, and the Cowboys, the Cowboys struggled where it counted. They struggled against the Colts. They did beat the Saints, but it was a really kind of an ugly win, and they, they almost blew it too. Um, expect to see a, a subpar quarterback duel. But a duel, nonetheless, this game, I got to give this one over to my boys out in Seattle. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be loud, and certainly in, in Jerry Jones' magical stadium of death, but uh, not as loud as it'll be if they ended up playing in Seattle. I'm telling you, I think the Seahawks have this one in the bag. All right, let's move over to Sunday. We have two games on Sunday, right? You got the Gargers, a.k.a. the Chargers, and the Ravens, L.A. versus Baltimore. That one's Sunday at 1, right? Uh, these two played two weeks ago. The Ravens held L.A. to 190 yards, totally dominated in the second half. They won 22-10, to 10, right? That was the Chargers' fourth lowest output of Phillip Rivers' 13-year career, was two weeks ago against the Ravens. Now, the Ravens, I got to say, the Ravens have had a great story this year. Like I said n earlier, nobody expected them to actually make the playoffs. And somehow, not only did they make the playoffs, they beat the division. They embarrassed the Steelers, honestly. And it you could put that all on Lamar Jackson. I know I love to hate on the guy on the show, but at least he has that winning it factor. He is the big player to look for um, for the Ravens. However... In that last game against the Chargers, he only attempted 22 passes. That's really not that much. He's a running quarterback, right? 
So the Chargers really have to bolster that rust, rush defense if they want to beat the Ravens. They're all about the ground and pound. They're going to have to find a way to stop that. Key players, of course, for the Chargers include Keenan Allen and Justin Jackson. That's the two top receivers. Uh, Richard Rivers, Philip Rivers, he didn't really look that great in their last game. But I think if he can get Allen and Jackson going, I think the Chargers should win this one. So don't be surprised if Baltimore does upset. Like I said, the ground and pound, it really managed to hold, um, well, their defense really managed to hold L.A. back. But, uh, and Baltimore, they have not lost. Baltimore has not lost in the reg- in regulation in seven straight games. They had that one overtime loss. That was it for seven straight games. Chargers are in a seven and one are seven and one on the road though. They have a multi-dimensional offense. In the end, the Ravens just don't have the offense to keep up with the with the Chargers. Chargers have the complete package. I'm going with LA to win this one. So Los Angeles is beating the Ravens. Perfect, right? And now I live in Philadelphia. We got the Eagles and the Bears. This is all I've heard about all week is E-A-G-L-E-S. Is that how you spell? Eagles! Sunday! That's This one's on Sunday at uh, 440. 440. 2017. It's the last time these two played. Right? Eagles won 31-3. to But let's be honest, this is a much different Bears team. For the Bears, Killian Mack, he is the straw that stirs the drink. To me, he's the reason that this team is what it is. You get him, you get him in there, and he's doing his thing. You get the defense in there, the defense is doing their thing. Bears are going to run all over the Eagles. Honestly, their all-purpose yards haven't been that fantastic. They barely beat the Redskins um, last week to get into the playoffs. Really, the only player that anybody ever needs to watch in this game is Nick Foles. For whatever reason, this man is magic. Anytime he touches the football, they win. Not every time. I mean, they were, what, 4-1 and one with him? leading them this year. Um, but either way, Nick Foles is, he's hes really the only one that anybody cares about right now. If he's healthy, because, you know, they're talking, he might be injured, but they're really, it doesn't sound that serious. I i feel like they're just kind of toying with everybody. Um, if Nick Foles can play the way he's supposed to be playing, I think they're going to be great. But I think the Bears are better in, Basically, every statistical category going into this game. So to me, it's it's really no contest. I got to go with the Bears. And, and, you know, if it's ifs and buts were candies and nuts, you know, we'd all have a happy Sunday. If Nick Foles, you know, actually played again, I mean, this would be like four straight games of being absolutely perfect on Nick Foles' part. Come on, guys. It's really hard to do. I hate to go against all the, the lovable Eagles fans that I – lovable and colorful – Eagles fans that I meet out here. I'm even wearing green and white, see? It's clearly, clearly not to support the Jets, who got a third-round pick, by the way, just saying. Um, honestly, I'm sorry, Eagles fans. I think the Bears are going to win this one. If we have to go to the second round, we will. This is where things kind of, like, divulge because we really don't know how it's going to turn out. You got the Bears versus the Rams. Listen, Ram, if if my predictions go through, let's. I'm just going to throw this out there. This is fantasy land now. We're moving into a fantasy land where Nick is 100% right on all of these games. Here we go. If it's the Bears versus the Rams, you got the Rams. They're more experienced. They got a better defense. Saints versus Seahawks. Come on, guys. It's the Saints. Better team, hands down. Like I said before, Seattle's one-dimensional. Yeah, it's going to work against the um, the Cowboys, 
it's not going to work against the Saints. Then you have the Chargers and Chiefs. Uh, Chargers. I mean, the Chiefs. The Chiefs without a Kareem Hunt, they are exposed, man. They should never have dumped that guy. I'm sure they'll find somebody better. And then you have the Texans and the Patriots. The Patriots. But I, honestly, I was really on the fence about this one. Just watching the way that Tom Brady's played this year, I just, I just can't count on it. But And, and I, I really feel like Texas' defense will expose this one. Either way, though, it's Tom Brady. Can't count the guy out. Again, I, I can't believe I'm about to say that. Like just, just saying that Tom Brady, you can't count him out, makes vomit want to come from my throat. But... It's true, I think the Patriots would dismantle the Texans, just like they did the Jags last year. Again, moving further into fantasy land, if we did make it to a third round, and still I'm for some reason 100% correct, I'm picking the Saints over the Rams and the Chargers over the Patriots. I know, I know, but I really think that this is Phillip Rivers' year to lose in the Super Bowl to the Saints. I'm picking Saints as your champion. That's right, Drew Brees. Guy needs an, He needs another one. That team's been phenomenal all year. Go New Orleans. But I live in Philly, so go Eagles. Come on. Come on, guys. All right, look, why don't we take, a, uh, why don't we take one of those quick commercially break things, and then uh, when we return, guess what? We're going to have some special guests on the show, so don't go anywhere. Ooh, I like that little jingle. We're going to have to do that more often. All right, folks, we will be right back. And they're going to snap it. Trey Burton, who throws caught, falls, touchdown. Falls officially upon us, friends. I hope you have your North Faces and your PSLs ready, because you're going to need them. I have to say, both of those companies have really good branding. I mean, who, who doesn't want that for their own company? We here at Sports 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 are looking for the same like-minded companies who want to grow their brands by advertising through us. Want to be involved? It's easy. Just email us at sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Right now we're offering free advertising on our show, so please shoot us a message and take advantage of this offer. Okay, that's all I have to say. Let's get back to the show. silent now as opposed to when the Saints have the ball. Oh, look at this one. What a run. Marshawn Lynch still on his feet. Has blockers now. He's dancing his way for the touchdown. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. I'm going to introduce you to a very special guest, Mr. Jorge Pajares. This man and I we used to co-host together way back when in our days at the University of Hartford. For those listening to the podcast version, I flip my hat around. It has a big Hartford H on it. it looks a lot, actually suspiciously, a lot like the Harvard H, but we're just not going to tell anybody that. <laughs> my grandma still thinks I went to Harvard. Shut up. Anyway, uh, we're going to talk uh, to Jorge Pajares, my old co-host. Uh, he was on the show earlier this year with some predictions, so let's kick it out to our good pal, Jorge! Jorge, welcome back to the show. How are you doing? Hey, Nick. Thanks for having me back. I'm doing well. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing much better than the New York Jets are right now. That's for sure. 
<laughs> no, we're not here to talk about the Jets. I know, I know, I know. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that another day. We'll get to that I'll, another I'll day. I'll be for another day. <laughs> <laughs> Although I think it was like midway through the season and they were talking about maybe firing. And I'm like, I got to get Jorge on the show right now if they fire this guy. So <laughs> you're on now. Anyway, uh, why don't we talk? Why don't we talk playoffs? Who you got? Who you yes. thinking? Well, the playoffs definitely uh, formed a lot differently than uh, I had predicted. Uh, obviously, the AFC East, it's a Patriots division to own. Right. Uh, however, the AFC West, I was a little up in the air about. Uh, Kansas City came out wild at the beginning of the season, kind of died down after the Patriots game. Yeah. Uh, especially yeah. after the Kareem Hunt situation. Um. Once that whole TMZ leak and the release of Kareem Hunt, their offense really struggled. Mm -hmm. And you could tell that he was such an integral part to that offense. And San Diego nearly took the division from them. And now they're a dangerous wildcard team. A lot of people are favoring uh, San Diego to win the whole thing. Or I'm sorry, I'm, I don't, I, we're both calling them San Diego, Los Angeles. Oh, wow, Los sorry. Angeles Chargers. Sorry. But remember, they don't have a fan base, apparently. <laughs> they're basically San Diego. But I agree, <laughs> I, I think I, they're the scariest wild card I can remember in recent history. Yes, and of course there's the argument about them being an 11-plus win team and being the five-seed and with the whole playoff seating format, that's a whole different discussion. But they are very dangerous going in. Another team that's really dangerous that I picked to win the AFC South, they were about a game or two shy because of their 1-5 start, uh, the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, once that offensive line got their act together, they have become a really dangerous team. And the crazy thing about it is that they're doing it with a lot of no-name players. Yeah. Though. Only player you can actually know, recognize, is Andrew Luck and T.Y. Hilton. Right, of course. But right, they've been doing it with random got like random mid-round picks like Marlon Mack, and their second-round pick, the middle linebacker, he's had over a hundred solo tackles on his own. Darius Leonard, I believe his name is. Uh, we can look that up in a sec. But the Colts have really come alive at a time where the Houston Texans. Their offensive line can't protect Deshaun Watson at all. And the Texans are really lucky they got all those wins racked up right when the Colts were struggling. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's going to be a very dangerous rematch in the wild card. Jorge, can I just ask you one thing? Yes. Can you lower the volume on your computer? Oh, shoot. I'm Sorry. hearing a lot of feedback. You know I'm gonna, it's all good. Oh, uh, I'm going to like just uh, pause my dryer because I feel like that's why I'm Yeah, let's so pause high. the dryer. No problem. I'll review your uh, your things for the fans here. So for Jorge, <laughs> these are his predictions here, right? The AFC East, he went with the Patriots. Good pick, right? The AFC yeah. North, you went with the Steelers and said Le'Veon Bell would be back by week three. So oh boy. you were pretty wrong there <laughs> on, on multiple accounts. You were right. The Colts did make the playoffs. You also said they'd go eleven and five. <laughs> so and and that they would be in the AFC Championship game, which we're going to get to that in a second. And then you yes. picked the Jags as the wild card. You did predict though, and I, I this was a good one. You predicted that they would regret extending Blake Bortles, and I'm pretty sure they're kicking themselves for that one right now. Oof, they are they are trying their uh, mightiest to get out of that contract at this point. So do you still think that the Colts uh, – you have the Patriots going to the AFC Championship. Do you still think the Colts are that second team? You know what? They're really 
they're they're really dangerous. And Frank Reich has really proven himself as a head coach, okay. especially um, especially on offense. And just the resurrection of Andrew Luck has been like quite a thing to watch. Yeah, um, I definitely see the Colts um, winning this wild card against the Texans. However, it's it's tough to go into New England and Kansas City and win a game. And I just – I think they, they'll win the wild card, but I don't think they're quite there yet where they can um, make, make some noise. I feel like the Chargers are just on a whole nother level with the way they're playing. And I think they might be able to pull off an upset against Kansas City or even New England if they get if wow. they meet up in the wow. divisional round. So I'm I'm gonna I don't want to change my pick, but the Chargers they're they're a creeping. <laughs> How amazing would it be with, after his entire career, Philip Rivers ends up winning the Super Bowl in Los Angeles, a and he wins his first Super Bowl at what, what is he like 37? He's the same age as Eli, isn't he? Yes. Yeah, he's yeah, got to be like 37, 38. 38. Like, come yes. on, man. Mm -mm. Uh, this, this is – I feel like this is his, one of the – this is probably his last chance to go for a Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, been out of the playoffs in the last couple of years. The real – the only time he actually was a had a real chance to win the Super Bowl was, from what I remember, the when the Patriots were undefeated and they had to go into New England. And that was when they had Damian Tomlinson and, uh, and uh, the younger Antonio Gates. And now I feel like they just have so much more weapons than they did back then. And their defense is playing extremely well. Can't count them out. Um, but it, it'll be interesting because the Patriots also, they, they, they've been, they haven't been playing the Patriot way. Now, obviously, they got their second seed in a first, first on bye. Right. But right. they – that was not them being dominant and getting a, a first round by. That was the Texans and the Raven and that the whole AFC North just not taking advantage of New England's uh, struggles. Obviously, Kansas City took advantage of them, and now they have the one seed, which is going to be tough to play in Kansas City, and it's going to be a huge challenge for any team to go into Kansas City. But the Patriots that. Don't be surprised if they get knocked out of the divisional round because the, their play are, is not up to the Belichick and Patriot part. That's fair. <clears throat> All right, why don't we look at the NFC here? So, yes. again, your predictions. You had the Eagles, in, in, in <laughs> fact, predicting that Nick Foles would be traded. That was, that was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to skip the North because that was a whole mess to unpack there. Oh you, my god! You totally skipped the South, but I would assume you'd go with the Saints, right? I don't know. Yeah, you know, um, they look good going into the season. My, my heart was leading me towards the Panthers just because I thought they couldn't. They, they were one of the few teams that I could actually repeat the division title, but uh, the Saints, the Saints are the team to beat, man. They are. They the way and they Drew Brees should win the MVP. And I understand Patrick Mahomes had 50-plus touchdowns, and he's only one of three quarterbacks to ever do so. But Drew Brees, he, he can't he can't retire without ever winning the NFL MVP. And I feel like he's he's played at such a level this year uh, that he definitely deserves it. And everyone's going to put a point to the Dallas Cowboys game where they lost 13-10. to 10. 
And that's just a blemish, in my opinion. Like, he's he's such a great quarterback. He's so deserving of it. And Patrick Mahomes, I feel like this is something that he, he can win even next year. Like, just for him to be in his second year and already throw 50 touchdowns, the kid's got a bright future. He'll win one or two more throughout his career. Yeah. And yeah. Drew Brees, it's getting time where we're like, all right, even if it's um, just an attaboy, to, to Drew Brees, he, he deserved his career is deserving of an NFL MVP, and hopefully, uh, it'll, it'll go down with a Super Bowl MVP as well. Oh, we'll see. Um, for the West, you picked the Rams. That was an easy pick. Um, yes. And then your wild cards were Seahawks and Dallas. So you're right. Both you know both those teams made the playoffs just with Dallas winning the the um, yeah. NFC East. But the North, so. <laughs> You kind of went with the Vikings. You said that the Vikings wouldn't get any better. You were definitely right about the Packers taking a nosedive. And this was my favorite yes. one, that you had Chicago going like 2 and two and 14. <laughs> and you were Boy, right about Matt Patricia being not the right hire for the Lions. Totally. I've been singing that since his first day on the job. But anyway, Chicago <laughs> going 2 and 14. How do you feel about that prediction now? Oh, well, you know, I certainly misunder I definitely underestimated Matt Nagy and uh, I think we all the Andy Reid coaching tree in, in entirely because apparently the Andy Reid coaching tree is are, is the coaching tree you want to pick at. <laughs> <laughs> and Chicago's I I think what really did it for them was trading for Khalil Mack. That really elevated that team to a whole nother level. And to trade all those first round picks on paper, it seems like, what are you doing, Chicago? Don't, or rather the Raiders uh, trading uh, Khalil Mack to Chicago for all those first round picks. And now Oakland is uh, in the top five, top 10 in the draft. And Chicago's on their way to possibly be the dark horse in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, you make a good point. I, I thought the same thing that when Chicago made this trade, it was like they maybe they knew something we didn't, but I didn't see them being this good. I thought yes. the Vikings were going to have a, a, a I thought the Vikings were going to have a decent season. I'm not really sold on Kirk Cousins on on anything that man does. Um, oh. And the Packers, I figured Andrew Luck's healthy. So when I see the Bears make a trade like that, it's like, what are you doing? Like, you're just totally hemorrhaging their future. But like I said, maybe they already knew something. I don't know. Uh, you know, it's it's hard to see what the Raiders uh, saw in wanting to trade Khalil Mack. Um, and it's very clear they're building towards a Las Vegas move, even though they still yeah. don't have the stadium to play next year. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be the San but, Francisco uh, Raiders next year. San Francisco <laughs> Raiders, just for one season. Just for one season. Um, but especially the Green Bay uh, situation, Mike McCarthy getting fired, the whole uh, disconnect between him and Aaron Rodgers was just uh, – it, it was tough to see because Aaron Rodgers is – one of the top quarterbacks in this league is on par. The the comparison with him and Brady is almost every day between who's who's the better quarterback. Um, so it, it was tough to see that whole team come apart, and it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see who is hired as their head coach. But Chicago definitely took this division by storm. Uh, Minnesota is just a huge disappointment with 
especially considering that they went 13 and three last year with Case Keenum. Yeah. And the yeah. team was practically the same. And that Kirk Cousins is still is losing against 500 and better teams. And it's just, it's buyer's remorse throughout from Minnesota. And we'll see what happens because they can't get out of this contract. <clears throat> yeah, I think they're going to be stuck with this guy for a while. Um, again, I'm happy the Jets didn't didn't end up signing him, <laughs> even though they were going to throw that ridiculous amount of money to him. Um, and he was kind of a jerk about it, but whatever. <laughs> um, whatever. So uh, it looks like your NFC Championship game was between the Rams and the Eagles. We still still on that fence? Still calling that one? You know, I'm Nick Foles got hurt week 17, so I'm not too sure uh, what his health is going to be like this weekend. I know uh, they're going to try to get him ready for the wild card game. Uh, I just the magic. The, I feel like the magic is still there. I just don't know if. Nick Foles will be healthy enough to, to play that entire series. Like, mm-hmm. It's just, it's tough. I know I've, I know Seattle uh, was able to make the wild card. They're a tough team, especially after the the whole rumors of them trading away all their uh, veteran players, such as uh, well, not trading, but getting rid of all their yeah, veteran players. Richard Sherman and the Legion of Boom was no more. It was clear, they clearly said, Russell Wilson, this is your team. And he took it. He took the bull by the horns. Mm-hmm. And he clearly took that team. Uh, t- he rode that team to the playoffs by yeah. himself. <laughs> A lot of people are picking them to beat Dallas this weekend. I mean, I don't blame them. They, they beat them earlier this week. Uh, but Dak Prescott really showed. Granted, it was against the Giants, who pretty much didn't have much to play for besides pride. Yeah. And draft draft positioning, but Dak Prescott showed that he he's still got his arm, and they rested key players on the offensive line plus Ezekiel Elliott, and he showed even through the circumstances he can throw for nearly 400 yards, and he has an arm, and you guys better be careful. <laughs> hmm, I agree. It, you know, it's kind of funny. I, I didn't think about this till now, but you have quite the young wave of quarterbacks. That are that are in the playoffs right now, like Mahomes. You have Trubisky. You have Goff. You have um, who are we just talking about? Zach Prescott. It's like the next generation is, is coming up here. Yes. As some of the guys like Rodgers and and Brady are starting to look decrepit. Yeah, you know, um, Drew Brees for <laughs> kudos to Drew Brees and the Saints for nailing the one seed, uh, and Tom Brady being it and the Patriots being able to get the two seed because. This is really the last few years that they have a chance to add another Super Bowl to their hand because, and and you've seen you've seen it all year. There's all these young and upcoming quarterbacks, and especially us being Jets fans, the whole the whole news of once the Patriots dynasty is done, the Jets are the next team to take over that division with Sam Darnold as long as they get Fingers that the head coach. <laughs> and the whole the- situation with the head coaching situation. Sam Darnold, over the last month, had the second highest QB rating in the league. And that's, that's got to count for insane. something. And, and number one was Andrew Luck, which is huge, too. Yes. I forgot to mention this when you were talking about the Colts earlier. So I, yeah. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, it'll, be, it'll be tough. I mean, I know, I know uh, uh, everyone's favorite uh, sports commentator, Skip Bayless, 
is uh, calling this Dallas playoff run a uh, the revenge tour since they, they're getting the revenge on the Seattle Seahawks this weekend. Yeah. It, it'll be a tough game. Um, as far as my pick for the NFC Championship, uh, the Rams have struggled, but they play well at home. I know that uh, they were beaten in L.A. a few times this year, but they, when, when, the, when the, the lights are bright, they, they can show up as long as they're not in Chicago. <laughs> Are you predicting an L.A. Super Bowl right now? You're predicting an all Los Angeles Super Bowl at this moment. Do you understand you know, that, right? <laughs> Nobody's you know, going to go to that it's, game. <laughs> it's going to be tough when you don't have any fan bases. <laughs> but it's just, it's just so hard to ignore, especially uh, the way Sean McVay coaches that team. and. Yeah. He clearly rested uh, Todd Gurley for the playoffs, and they, they need to make sure he's 100% because with Todd Gurley, they, they can make a run for the ages. And Jared Goff, I feel like he's going to learn from the experiences from last year uh, playing in the playoffs. And he even had a, he even played at home last year as well as a division winner. So he, he definitely knows that he needs to get this done in the divisional. Uh, as far as the Eagles, I might have to take them out because of – the Nick Foles injury. I just don't know if he can sustain himself. Uh, that being said, I might switch them with Seattle. Just the way Russell Wilson is playing and, and that defense, and, and they're, they're uh, I believe they're first in the league in rushing. They're running the ball extremely well. Uh, and I think that's going to be a, a big factor in the playoffs. And I think it's uh, Seattle, LA, with LA coming on top in an old mm-hmm. NFC West uh, matchup. In the conference championship. <laughs> Sorry, I heard your stolen buzz there. Was yes, it I apologize. Is it your Domino's pizza? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Um, all right. Well, okay. So we're we're calling the Rams and and we're calling the the Chargers. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see if this actually happens because that would be kind of fun. You know, you'll I never mean, see it, a Jets Giants Super Bowl, but you might see an all LA Bowl two years after they move there. I like it. Well, you know, you never know with the Giants if they uh, draft a quarterback this year. <laughs> there's no, we there's nobody for them to draft. That's the problem. <laughs> this, l- let me sum up this entire draft class for you. You have Nick Bosa, and then there's nothing. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> like, there's literally nothing. I'm, if, I'm even upset that the Jets have the third pick. Like, you could have <laughs> lost one more game and been number one, but whatever. Uh, yeah, you know, it's... This is this is those kind of drafts where you, I feel like you're going to see a lot of teams trade down, mm-hmm. unless there's a, a sure. I know the the Jets they're being linked to a left tackle. Uh, I forget who it is, but it's pretty much just if there's an offensive lineman there, take them. If not, I guess get more draft capital. <laughs> Regardless, just, they're going with alignment, offense or defense. We just don't yeah. know what. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, any any last words, Jorge, before I let you en- enjoy your pizza? Ooh, I know. I, I know. We already discussed this year's playoffs. Okay. I'm gonna make a bold prediction a, for a year from now. Oh yes! Bring it on. I'm gonna. I'm going to make you come back on the show and eat whatever <laughs> words you're about to say. Go for it. Baker Mayfield leads the Browns to an over 500 record and their first playoff appearance in 
years. When was their last playoff appearance? Hold on a second. We got to look this up. I believe it was had to be more than 10 years ago. Let's see. Browns last. Baker Mayfield has been playing out of his mind this year. And if they get the right coach in, I know Bruce Arians has said he wants to be the head coach for that team. And if if they're ma- if they manage to get Bruce Arians as their head coach, he would go wild with Baker Mayfield. And they have the playmakers on offense with Jarvis Landry and Duke Johnson. Their defense is they're, they're ready to play, and yeah. they showed it this year. I mean, this is the highest win wins they've had in in a, in a very long time. The fact that they went they only had one win the last two years. And now they finish the season with seven insanity. So the Browns have obviously the the longest active streak. Um, yes. It's also the longest drought in their team history. Sixteen <laughs> seasons. Two thousand two uh, was the last time they made it. I think I think it ends next year. Baker Mayfield's just yeah. too good. And then the He's next too good. And the next biggest drought it looks like is the Tampa Bay Bucks at eleven seasons. And then we're going to bring this one full circle because number three, eight seasons. Come on, you know who it is. It's the J-E-T-S. <laughs> but oh. I, I also think the Jets are, are going to they're, – they're going to make the playoffs not next year but in the near future. I, when Tom Brady they need to They need to spend the free if, – if they're able to nab Mike McCarthy, that would be amazing for Sam oh, Darnold's yeah. development. Absolutely, and giving and give Mike McCarthy a little personnel control, because that that's really the problem with Green Bay is that they were too conservative with their free agent spending. That's obviously going to affect the team and how they perform. But the Jets have around a hundred million dollars to spend. They already re-signed Darnold's favorite receiver, Quincy Anunua. Mm-hmm. They have a tight end that he's growing a connection with, and Chris Herndon. Mm-hmm. Get Mike McCarthy in there. Get him some players. He might be able to nab some free agents from Green Bay to come over. Oh, yeah. Say, hey, this oh, guy yeah. can coach, and they they might they they may not they may challenge for the playoffs next year. But Darnold's going to develop really well. I think so. I think oh, you're yeah. going to see like what we saw with Trubisky this year is that yes. you know they were talking about getting rid of him after after the first <laughs> season. And then, you know, this year he, he showed flashes of magic last season, and this season, well, like you said, he did much better than 2-14, than and 14, as you predicted. And he, here's a little tidbit about the New York Jets. Since, I believe, it was Bill Parcells left the team, they've been hiring a lot of first-year head coaches. So coaches that were used to be coordinators, being head coaches for the very first time. We saw that we're Rex Ryan, yeah. Herm Edwards, yeah. Mangini. Eric Mangini. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of them have Bulls. been just coordinators, Bulls, coordinators that are being head coaches for the first time. So it's gonna, it takes a while for these guys to become head coaches. And if you don't have patience, which in NFL, patience is not in their dictionary, yeah. <laughs> um, you really need a guy that has – experience as a head coach so mike mccarthy is a perfect fit for the new york jets he has a super bowl ring he's been to the playoffs he's won in the playoffs he's developed aaron Rodgers. he can develop sam darnold so the, the jets need to do everything they can to uh nab mike mccarthy yeah i agree it's a, it's a pretty uh it's a pretty good thought right there um all right yeah. jorge well thank you for joining us on the show as usual it's a pleasure 
And, uh, of course, I'll come find you when the Browns don't make the playoffs <laughs> next year. <laughs> All right, man. Looking have, forward to it. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, thanks for having me. All right. Well, with that, we're going to take another commercial break. But when we return, we have another special guest on the show, the young gun, Jamie Grum. He's been with us quite a few times before, and honestly, his sports thoughts are baffling, to say the least. At least he's entertaining. We're going to talk more about that after the break, so we'll be right back. No, that time the singing didn't feel as great. I got to work on that. All right, we'll be back in a second. Vikings at their own 39. It's third down. Three receivers right, field, and left. Marshawn Lattimore, 12 yards from Adam. Case on a deep drop. Steps up in the pocket. He'll fire to the right side. Caught by Diggs. Stay oh, my God. Oh, my God. 30. No 10. Way. Touchdown. Are you kidding me? It's a Minneapolis Marathon. Stephon Diggs and the Minnesota Vikings have walked up on the New Orleans Saints. It's a 61-yard Are your briefs too stretchy? Well, now they don't have to be with stiff pants. Now with only 45% chance of impotence. Okay, that's a pretty bad advertisement. You know what would work better here though? Your own ad. Nick Drago here again, offering you a piece of the action right here, right now. Best part is it can be anything you want it to be. No, wait, that's not the best part. How could I forget the best part? The best part is I'm offering free ad space. So, if you have a product you want me to endorse, please email us at sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. It won't cost you a dime, and I'll be waiting patiently at my computer. League MVP, Defensive Player of the Year. Now it's time to add to your resume, NBA champion. How does that sound? Man, I'm so, I'm so hyped right now. Anything's possible. Anything's possible! Well, and welcome back to the show. I see you survived our short little brief, quick little commercial break, little commercial break, quick. Joining us on the show right now is the Young Gun Jamie Grum. Fans will remember that Jamie Grum and I grew up together back on Long Island. We are both New York boys who have stranded ourselves in southeastern Pennsylvania. I in the lovely, quaint little city of Philadelphia, and Jamie up in the land of trees, Collegeville. There's no colleges there, not that I know of at least. Anyway, let's move on. Jamie's going to be joining us today. He is on a sports exodus. He started the, the year, March of last year, knowing nothing about sports, and here he is, almost a full year later, ready to talk to us about sports. So let's hear what he has to say. Jamie Grum, welcome back to the show. How are you? Hello. I am pretty good. Yourself? I'm swimmingly. I am doing good. Um, it's been good. Quite, it's been it's been a little bit since you were on with us, Jamie. It's been. I mean, yeah. I mean, a uh, how a almost two year old kind of does that. How is how's your sports <laughs> your sports exodus been? Have you discovered anything new that you love about the sports world now? No, it's been very dry here. It's been very dry. <laughs> sounds like sounds like is quite that like the, the, wor- night. the wor- 
It's a dry. This is Wrong dry. <laughs> pretty dry. I feel so I dry right it. now. <laughs> I haven't seen sports. <laughs> what are sports? So dry. This is going to be even better then. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Jamie Grum knows nothing about sports, clearly by some of your uh, some of your picks here. So just going over these to remind our fans. Wait this a is, second. This is what? Wait a second. What? I got a few. I got a few. I, I, you know what? I was actually kind of impressed. You got more than I would have expected. Um, yeah. So starting with the AFC East, you picked the Jets because you basically want to pick anyone who wasn't the Patriots. Which, as much as course, I respect yes. that decision, I'm pointing to the Jets logo. I know you can't really see me, but... Um, no, I see it. Yeah, it oh, froze yeah, you, there. It oh, froze, but... Oh, it froze just like that? <laughs> Perfect. Um, yeah, yep. So, yeah, you picked... We're going to skip the NFC North for a second. Uh, you yeah, picked the, so the Ravens. I, so you, you know what, though? Most of the AFC were pretty good. So you went with the Ravens because yeah. you like birds. But realistically, I don't. Really, I don't actually don't remember saying that. Oh no, you literally said those words. <laughs> you said, "I'm going with the Ravens." I was like, "Really?" And you're like, "Because I like birds." I was like, "Okay." Um, yeah, no, Jamie. Nobody saw the Ravens coming. <clears throat> like they went from nobodies to, holy crap, they're going to make the playoffs, and they did on the last day of the season. They made it in. So good work there. You're mm-hmm. also right about the Texans. Uh, you were right about the Chargers, just you had them winning the AFC West. When in reality, while the Chargers are the better team in that conference, they ended up getting the wild card. So you were right about them. And then you had the Bengals and Steelers at your wild card teams. And then your AFC champion. You picked the Jets. Okay. Well, you, you realize that you. Be... Okay. you I realize to, what? You No, you used to be what? I used to be a, like a diehard Jets fan. What happened? What kind of? I mean, I moved I, to Philly. That does. So did I. I live. I literally live within yep. the limits of the city of Philadelphia, and I'm still rocking my See, Jets jersey. I, I I know a little bit more sports than I did back when I was a small uh, sportser. Oh, okay. So Ooh, so yeah. uh, back that back diehard Jets <laughs> fan for me then was. I played like CYO like league games, and so I had to choose something that I liked. So I was like, "That's the Jets because they're from here." I mean, I guess by that <laughs> same, that's basically the same reason why anybody would be a Jets fan because you're from here. I don't know if there's anybody yeah. like on the on the West Coast who's like, "Screw the Rams, I'm gonna be a Jets fan." <laughs> so that's fair. I'm sure there's some, um, but you know what? I moved here, and we're we're a we're a Pennsylvania family now, so we have to do it all, except Penguins for life. That's still Pennsylvania. That's still literally know, but that's Pittsburgh. But oh, that's Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. See, that's okay. the thing. You got you got the Flyers, you got the Pittsburgh Penguins, and there's this like this crazy rivalry. And if you choose one. Like from so I am I like the Penguins and I say that in Philly I'm gonna get killed. Yeah, I get a lot of dirty looks when I say that to people. Um, what's nice yeah. is with the Jets jersey, like I've worn this down in Center City, and nobody bats an eye because it's it's green and white just like the Eagles. So most Eagles fans don't even notice. Yeah, it's, it's like the perfect fun. camouflage. Do you get do you get kind of like the people walking by and they go like, 
Yeah, I get a few double takes. Most people are like, oh, that's <laughs> cool, like jets, like, because they don't give a shit. Cause, oh, did I just, I shouldn't have cursed. That's my bad. Whatever. I'm pretty sure I do it on the show all the time. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, Jamie, uh, I'm going to need you to bleep that out. Can we cut this? We can't. Oh, okay. I'm talking about my imaginary producer over there. Okay. <clears throat> Moving on to the NFC. Uh, well, we were talking about the Eagles. You picked the Eagles, and that was wrong. They made the playoffs, but they didn't win that division. Um, instead, it was Dallas. Uh, you picked the Packers for the NFC North, and that was wrong because they didn't make the playoffs. And you picked the Sorry. Cardinals for the NFC West, which actually wasn't a terrible pick, but it was wrong. They didn't make the playoffs. The but only, wait, what? I got the Saints, though, you so that's one. You did. You, that was, I got the Saints. You literally – that's the only thing you were correct about. Well, you said the Eagles would make the, the playoffs, so you were correct there. Um. So this is actually coming from someone who doesn't know much. At the time, I was I, I, this was supposed to be my like new beginning for sports, and I was just kind of guessing. So that I mean, that's pretty good for someone who knows nothing. <laughs> I still kind of don't know anything. Well, your new beginning didn't really. It kind of fizzled out there, but that's okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll try next year. There's always next year. Well, baseball season starts up in in April. Oh no! No, you can't. You can't I don't put know if I can do through that again. I just I kept watching. I felt like I was watching the same game over and over again. Well, real okay. Re- more realistically, though, you have baseball, uh, basketball, and hockey, which are still going on right basketball, now. Basketball, I might I might go and watch a little basketball. There you go. Um, there's still a little bit going on right now, but then you have the, um, mm-hmm. you have the playoffs, the Stanley Cup playoffs will be starting in April before you know it. So there's something to look mm-hmm. forward to there. And that's usually a little bit more exciting. Hockey. Absolutely. A little bit of hockey. Mm-hmm. Um, your, your NFC champion, you, you said the Packers, but you also said the Eagles. So you're kind of on the fence there yeah. between the two. So of yeah. your, so and the Eagles, the Eagles are going to get it. They're they're just they're gonna have to they're gonna have to tough it out, but but they're gonna get it. Do you, okay, so now that we know you're an Eagles fan because you live somewhere near Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, somewhere in that vicinity. You're somewhere. In the woods. You're in the woods somewhere. <laughs> just to give you folks at home some reference, uh, I live within in city the city limits of Philadelphia, although it's not really Philadelphia. And Jamie here. But, like, that, that border goes, like, way out, though. I well, mean, no, like, where, like I where I am, people still consider it Philly. Well, yeah, we grew up on reason. Long Island. People consider it New York. And, you know, you're within the yeah. sphere of influence, let's say. And that goes all mm-hmm. the way up to, like, maybe as far up as Allentown. You know? Yeah. So, that's fair. Anyway, so... Your 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 heart set on the Eagles winning the Super Bowl right now. Yeah, yeah, even it's though, gonna happen. Even um, though they're wild card team, Nick Foles is basically injured, and no team has repeated for a Super Bowl. With he what? He's, he's recovering fast. He's recovering. What's happening? Fast. He's recovering know. fast. Do you know the last yeah, time a team he... repeated? The what? The last time a team repeated as Super Bowl champions, it was the Patriots 
and it was in 2003. Uh-huh. So it's been not a that long ago. That's that's a really long that time. Long sp- that's like, well, it's, time, it's 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 time that it that it happens again. It's time for so it this is going to be the first time in 15 years. Okay, it's really it's just that's it's really happen. hard. It's really hard to go back. You can take that one to the bank. <laughs> what am I going to do when I get there? Hey, my friend Jamie said this. And the bank teller is going to look at me and be like, I don't give a shit. I almost said it again. Here you go. <laughs> I, almost said, I almost cursed again on the show. A whole lot of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> No, but uh, I I read I read a, a thing on here on NBC. It said that he is drastically improving. Drastically improving, like uh, drastically drastically improving. <laughs> he's, like he's gonna have T Rex arm. Improving. <laughs> <laughs> How do I, I throw with these tiny little arms? <laughs> I, I really wish I really wish the uh, the the folks listening to our podcast version could be. Could be seeing this right now. For those of you not watching the video version, please go to our YouTube channel and just and just watch this. And if you, you want to see you more, just get that clip. If you <laughs> want to see more Jamie Grum arms, please email us at. That was your cue to say our email, Jamie. Oh, that was like you. Yeah. Triple X podcast. No, that's not it. That sounds that sounds much dirtier sorry, than what gotta, we do. I got into my Jurassic my Jurassic mode. I'm sorry. It's okay. Once he's sports dinosaur, podcast. it's sports three X podcast at gmail.com. Again, sports three X podcast at gmail.com. And you can see more of Jamie Grum yeah. in his T Rex arms. <clears throat> this might be more entertaining than talking about the Oh, oh, you know what, though? So if I we get want up to... and do the whole thing, like, hold on. What does this mean? I don't know what you're about to do. I'm freaking out here. Oh, he's even March. Oh, my goodness. I'm Nick Foles. <laughs> okay, so you heard it here first. Nick Foles is drastically better this week than he was before. Yes, still a little sore, but he's good. Well, I hope so. I, think I mean, he's got to have some. There's got to be like some kind of magic, or whatever it is. I mean, this guy, he's what four and one in games he started this year, five and one. Like, I, he's got the it factor, man. They're they're thinking about. I mean, not thinking. Shouldn't say that, but there's thoughts that they might just switch to him being their main guy. No, I. I mean Carson. This, I don't know. I think I think they want they want to go with him instead of Carson Wentz. So this comes up a lot. So in talking to, to some of the folks that I that I work with or work on, um, the thought comes up a lot is like we should just keep Foles and get rid of Wentz. But people forget Nick Foles was the starting quarterback for the Eagles for years, and they traded him away. They didn't want him. They traded him for Sam Bradford. And now he's back, and now he's back, and suddenly. I think he's the best backup in the league. There's not a single backup better than him. But if and, – and I'm sure there are desperate teams that would certainly want him as their starter. No doubt about it. But I just – I don't mm-hmm. – I just don't see him consistently doing this. Now, they got to do something about Wentz because he's been injured. This is his third straight season of being injured. He was injured in college. Like, the guy's injury prone. 
So something's got to give there too, but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I I, I think that we're going to see a lot more from him, from, from Nick Foles coming in the next few games. He's going to come back strong. And you know what? I mean, the beginning of it, it seemed like it was kind of messy, but I mean, they got into their groove. And that's what they need. They needed to form a like defensive line around him because that, I mean he's a tiny little dude. So <laughs> when he gets taken down, he gets taken down. He's a that's tiny where those little injuries dinosaur. come from. Um, he's just a tiny little dinosaur. So maybe he's like a, a velociraptor, but have long arms, I guess. Regardless no, of he's a T-Rex. regardless of what happens, do you think that the Eagles are going to keep him around for next season? I think so, yeah. I mean, that was their smartest I mean, move uh, of this offseason, was making sure he doesn't go anywhere. You keep that man in Philadelphia. And, I mean, if I'm Nick Foles, like, why would I want to go anywhere else? He, he never has to buy a dinner, a drink, nothing in the city of Philadelphia ever again. Ever. They freaking love him over there. That's anywhere you go, you're going to hear about Nick Foles. And... Uh, they depending on how this next game goes, they're thinking about giving him another uh, million dollars. Yeah, I mean, you had mentioned this that his contract, know. his contract stipulates that for every playoff game he wins, he gets an extra million dollars. Imagine that. Imagine. Well, I'm not sure. I think it really is depend depends on. Is it really? Did you see something different? Because I think it just depends on on the them going up against the Bears. I don't understand what you're asking me. Okay, so did you see differently that it's for every playoff game, or was it for? I have. You're um, the one who told me this. I have no idea what. Yeah, about so the I, only, I only saw it. I think it's all. Maybe maybe they are going to do something different, but I only saw it. It was uh, just depending on how they if they win against the Bears, they're going to get a one million dollar bonus. So I'm assuming that. I, I'm assuming his contract one, doesn't say if he beats the Bears, he gets a million dollars. Because that would be ridiculously specific. Because at the time, nobody thought the Bears were going to make the playoffs. So then the Eagles would have said, oh, let's just throw this thing in here about the Bears. <laughs> let's say they make it to the playoffs. Yeah, we'll give them an extra million. Now they're sweating out that million dollars. No, I think he, his contract most no, likely they're, they're says... Doing it like, we, need, we need to win against the Bears. So, like, they're like, here's some money. Come on, man. So, like, they're just throwing this incentive? <laughs> let's let's look this thing up. Hold on a second. Well, I'm very, I'm very confused here. here. So, Nick Foles. Yeah, let's see if I can beat you to it. I'm on my computer this time. Probably. I'm a slow texter. Million dollars. Bill time chosen... Here we go. Ill-timed chest injury may have cost him $1 million. <laughs> Foles had a $1 million incentive in his recently renegotiated contract if Philadelphia reached the postseason and he took 33% of the team snaps of the season, he gets that extra million. That's what it was. But okay. I think he still... I don't think he's going to get that million dollars. Um, 
he needed to play th- because oh, he didn't play thirty. That he's been cleared to play. He didn't play thirty-three percent. This is actually really interesting. Thank you for pointing this out to me, Jamie. So to get this contract, he had to play thirty-three percent of of the snaps for the season, right? In the last game of the season against the Redskins, he played <laughs> sixty-one of seventy-one snaps on that day. He was four snaps short of that extra million dollars. Had they thrown oh, him out man. there for four more plays, he would have had an extra million dollars. Come so needed, on, it said, just it said, give it to him. It said there was one million and nine, uh, one thousand and ninety-two snaps that year. He had three hundred and fifty-seven of them, and he needed three hundred and sixty. That was that Come was. On, uh... That was a pretty good. That was a pretty good thing there, Jamie. That you found. I can do a thing. You did a thing, Jamie. <laughs> you did a big thing. Okay, just to just to be fair, I, I really did just put on um, a while a little bit ago. Um, Nick Foles news. <laughs> what so a lot of things Nick came Foles up because everyone likes to talk about Nick Foles. Like you googled <laughs> Nick Foles news. Nick Foles. That's. I mean, how else are you gonna get it? <laughs> Imagine if but, I'm just picturing but, like an image search of just Nick Foles reading the newspaper. <laughs> that's that's all you're gonna get out of that. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Mm. Yes. Oh, yeah. Huh. That would be the most watched <laughs> video on YouTube. At least it, at least in Philly it is. <laughs> Could just be like a live stream, like and every morning Nick Foles gets up, like breaks out like an actual newspaper because you know one does that anymore and he's just like <laughs> Comic's pretty good today. <laughs> I met someone. I met someone who ran into Carson Wentz at a Wawa, and I was like, "What was Carson doing at a Wawa?" He's like, "I don't know. He was getting a coffee." No, <laughs> I'm like, it doesn't what? get much Philly. It doesn't get much more Philly than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like I met Carson Wentz at a Wawa getting coffee. Like, what? I was like, "Did you talk to him?" He's like, "I said hi." You know, I. Congratulated him on the Super Bowl. <laughs> I was like, you didn't get an autograph. Yeah, He's like, like the man's getting good. coffee. I'm not going to bother him for an autograph. But that's the thing with Philadelphia and really all Pennsylvania. It's like that whole brotherly love thing. I mean, like everyone's super friendly most of the time. They're going to talk to you. I'm I mean, sorry. I have, have you I'll walked have down the like... streets of Philadelphia? There's not much brotherly love going on here. No, it's 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 so it's like a rough around the edges brotherly love. Come on, come oh, on. is that it? Oh, okay. Uh, listen, compared to where we grew up, I will say Philadelphia. It, and most Philly fans think I'm most Philly people think I'm crazy when I say this, but Philadelphia is actually a much nicer city <laughs> um, in terms of like friendliness. So that's yeah, fair. I mean, I had a guy run up to me and he really wanted me to buy his. His new CD that he did rapping on, and I bought it. You no, you didn't. Did so, you really? I, I swear to God, you I did. Bought... I did. I was Why? like, Why? Oh, sure, man. How much is he? He's like, he's like, it's just ten bucks. Wait, you spent I, ten dollars on CD? some like? That was my first time going alone into Philly. Was it a baloney inside of a CD case? Like, what did you actually buy? 
No, it was I. I listened to it. It was actually it was not that bad. I is I just I, I think I have it somewhere. And next time name? I'm on, I'll 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 play a little bit of it. Please, please. <laughs> next time you come on the show, I need to hear this this guy. At least like look him up but on Spotify. This is not the first time like something like this happened. So like I bought it because I was like, oh man, like everyone here is like, let me share my music with you. And there's a uh, like way back when Michelle and I were dating. I, we went outside after, like, you know, hanging out at a restaurant, and on our car there was this little, like, envelope with a CD in it with this guy who was just, like, starting out, and he actually blew up. It was pretty cool. I'll, I'm going to get these, and next time I'm on, like I want to do, do a music session. Do you want to do, like, a music a musical episode? We'll do a musical episode, yeah. A whole yeah. episode of music. <laughs> I don't know what we'll have. I can do music. Get some future bass. We'll just a have a second, bit, uh, we'll have a second podcast called Music, Music, Music. You can email us at music3xpodcast at gmail.com. Music3xpodcast, three, three that's music me. Music3xpodcast at gmail.com. Like, I mean, maybe a couple months, because I don't know if I'm doing that anytime soon. Oh, I know nothing. <laughs> I don't know. I know, I know what music... Just... What? It's just me leaning back like in my chair, and I'm like, hey... Welcome to the Music 3LX podcast. We're going to listen to some music right now. Ready? I just, like, click the button, and it's just, like, the wiggles. It's, like, one song. That's it. And then the show's over. Wiggle, 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 Is that an actual song? That's, like, that's the end of their, like, theme song. Jesus. I watch a lot of wiggles. You know, I probably know more about the Wiggles now than I do about most sports. Can you give me a fun fact about the Wiggles? Uh, I, you know what? I actually can. Okay, so there are the, the current rundown because there used to be, like, the original Wiggles from, like, when we were growing up. Of course. And now there's, like, the new Wiggles, which is, like, way better. And everyone's, like, super salty about it. There's, like, memes about, like, how... The old Wiggles like are better. There's a community about the Wiggles. I don't think I ever watched there's, it. There's a meme community out there. Oh my god! You just watch it and then just watch it and like just look at everything. I mean, I watch it on repeat now because JJ has it on. So, you know, we we start to like these these characters. So like, there's there's Simon and he's got a deep voice and he's got the red shirt on and he's like, he's very. Uh, visually expressive which is great um and then there's anthony and he's one of the original um wiggles and he likes to wear and you'll see it all the time he likes to wear those feety shoes you know the toes and stuff like he's never wearing like yes i know what you're saying he's never wearing the black shoes he he will never wear the same shoes as everybody else like that's his like this is the weirdest thing i've ever heard (laughs) why do you know all of this stuff and then there's there's Emma Wiggle, and then there's Lucky Wiggle. Wait, is and, Emma um, a female? And Emma and Lucky just recently went through a divorce, but they're still they're still friendly, like oh. real, like they were married. <laughs> what? Come on, are you making this stuff up? I swear to God, I swear to God, because I I wanted to know everything about the Wiggles. Wow. And actually, one of the cool things this is more of a cool one for for parents is whenever they have a show. Um, they really, tr- they, I don't know what, exactly what they do, but they work really hard to make sure that, um, no one can do like price gouging on their tickets and they have it like 
they have it reasonably priced so people can go. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's all they they like they're always about the kids. Wow. And <clears throat> there's nothing I've ever seen that made it seem like they were anything otherwise. That's how they design their episodes is like the repetition and like I mean JJ will. I have to make sure I limit, of course, how much he watches because he just will be like, oh, and he doesn't say that. But I feel like he's—I feel like he says it like when I turn on Hulu and you hear like the, and he's like, "Wiggles oh, are coming on." <laughs> oh my god! You've basically <laughs> turned your kid so into Pavlov's dog. To the point where like, what? Yeah, seriously. Like he knows that the Wiggles are coming on once <laughs> once he hears like the. But um, I guess that's how I feel he, about I mean, Fox NFL like... Sunday. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. That's that's because you love that. So like JJ loves the Wiggles. Like someone would love sports. And uh, yeah, but he he starts dancing like they dance on there. Like Emma is like a really like she's big into um into ballet, and so JJ sometimes will be like. Spinning around. I am a ballerina you like, man. Yeah, he's... <laughs> it's pretty good, honestly. He's he's got that he's got the spinning down. Ooh yeah. And then the jumping. Get that jumping <laughs> in there. Oh. I can probably sing one of those songs. Let's do the propeller. Do the propeller. Do the propeller around and round. My life is a wiggle. <laughs> okay, well then, I think I think we've definitely divulged way too far down the rabbit hole. So <laughs> you're still picking Eagles for your team? Still picking Eagles. <clears throat> oh, so I didn't do AFC though. <clears throat> so AFC oh, yeah, since okay. I can't do the Jets. Alright, you right? pick pick somebody in AFC. Oh. Uh, can you can you think you can guess dies. what I'm gonna what I'm gonna say? Are you, you gonna think say, you think I know what I'm gonna are say? Are you say Patriots? Wait for for uh no no because I hate the Patriots. Oh good. Come on. Are you gonna say yeah no. Ravens? Are you gonna go with the Ravens again just in case? Oh man. Because I like birds apparently. Because I like birds. Because I like birds. No, I I uh, you know what uh, I will say um I I will I'm actually gonna go with the Texans actually. Wow, that's but a that's a dark a horse pick if I've ever heard one. A what? That's a dark horse pick right there. Nobody's expecting the I Texans mean, to go anywhere. So I'd, Texans, I'd like to see the Texans. Texans, Eagles, and all Texans. wild card. Oh, no, Texans aren't a wild card team. Either way, Texans, Eagles, and the Super Bowl. Okay. All right. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Jamie Grunt, cool. pleasure having you on the show. As always, please get some sleep and get away from the Wiggles for a little bit. <laughs> you worry me sometimes. No, I love the Wiggles. All right. Perfect. Wiggles is life. All right, Jamie, thank you once once again. Sorry, now I got the hiccups. All right. Thank you for having me. All right. Well, that that certainly was something. Folks, it's been such a fun time hanging out with you today. We've talked a lot about the games. I guarantee I'm probably going to be wrong on all of them. No, I'm just kidding. I should be right on, like, four. Oh, wait, there's all there's only four games. All right, let's just Nick just shut up now. All right, we're going <laughs> to we're going to uh, end off the show of course with a special thanks to the love of my life, my wife Johanna Drago. She is the content editor, logo designer, and the set designer of our fine podcast. 
Uh, also, special thanks to our social media warriors, Mary Kay Albert and um, Lois Butler, Joe Calabro, Jorge Pajares, you know, the usuals. By the way, thank you to Jorge Pajares for being on the show this week. It's been a pleasure once again talking to you. Special thanks to Jamie Grum. And how could I forget, a special thanks to Josh Woodward. He uh, wrote the song for our show called Golden Sunrise. A link to his website can be found in our show notes. Special thanks, of course, to all the NFL teams, and good luck this weekend. Also, good luck to the Jets as you think on the couch about who you're going to pick third in the draft. Or maybe trade up to first and get Bosa. I don't know. Just throwing out a suggestion. I'll shut up about the Jets now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you like what you heard today, once again, you can email us. Sports 3X Podcast at gmail.com. Come find us. We're really fun to talk to, and I love to email people back. Um, you can also find us on social media YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and SoundCloud. Again, go to your sports, your search bar, and search either Sports 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 with Nick Drago or at Sports 3X Podcast. You should find us. It's a big blue logo with a star, and it says Sports Sports Sports. I think it says with Nick Drago. Uh, I'm not 100% sure. But it's there. Come find us. Um, and that's that's about it. We're going to wrap this baby up in a cute little bow. I'm going to Florida next week. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I got a show on Sunday. Come back on Sunday. We got another episode coming for you after the games are over. Um, so at least, you know, you'll get an update on that as you're driving to work on Monday morning. And then next week I will be in Florida. What does that mean? Probably some kind of truncated show. There's still going to be NFL games, so I really don't want to leave you high and dry. Uh, But we'll figure out a way to get you some podcasting. So please tune in again, possibly, hopefully next week. Or just, just, I don't know. I'll figure that out. You know what? I got two days to figure that out. I'm going to figure it out. Tune into our show Sunday and figure out how we're going to talk the next Sunday. Does that make sense? I hope it makes perfect sense. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's wrap this thing up. Thank you. I've had a fun time tonight. Always great talking to my friends and my my sports friends. You're all my sports friends. All right, I'm done. Good night.